We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more Gresham Fourier. On WEEI and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Just uh, looking up at the screen here to start your lunchtime hour, Gresham Fourier. And it looks like uh, might have had a little movement. At least ESPN Bets got the uh, game at uh, San Francisco minus one and a half right now. Uh, I'd be very curious to see where that uh, Super Bowl line excuse me, ends up uh, moving around by the end of the week. Uh, I think a lot of people are waiting on three on that key number to sort of either jump in, jump across the aisle, however you want to look at it or say it. Three was a real key number. That's why I thought that thing was really going to hold at uh, two and a half. But at least on ESPN, it uh, looked like it's moved a little bit. And we have all of the Taylor Swift themed, but not Taylor Swift related <laughs> props. Oh yeah, we got to uh, we got to get to all those, but we've also got to get to the latest going on in the NFL Fourier, uh, and uh, part of the big news today relative to the New England Patriots. There's a couple of things of note. Number one, it was announced as we sat down to start doing the show, Steve Belichick will uh, be the defensive coordinator at the University of Washington, and he's bringing Vinny Sinceri with him. Mm, wow. We've been usually, usually we've been, it's been the whole theme has been college coaches sick of college life moving to the pro game at a lesser title. Like head coaches going to be coordinators, right? Offensive coordinators going to be position coaches in the NFL because it's easier. You have to deal with, you know, recruiting and mm-hmm. NIL and blah, blah, blah. He is going to, wow, that's, and, you know, all the way to the Northwest. So that whole, you know, mantra, that narrative that was all, oh, you know, Steve Belichick doesn't want to leave the area. He cannot have picked a farther place to go. Yeah, and it really seemed like it was opportunity from Jed Fish as much as anything else. And there is the whole, hey, now you got to go through taking the tests in terms of recruiting. Like, there will be a process for someone like Steve Belichick who has never coached in college I, before. I also think that there is, I think we were talking about this Friday. Mm-hmm. So, Steve Belichick comes to recruit you at your house. Right. What's that He's, like? Yeah. What is that like? He's got to, you know, because you, you sit down, you have dinner with the family, you constantly, you got to kiss ass like crazy. You literally got to pucker up and just swallow your pride, and you got to sing and dance for your supper. Uh, for these, what does it look like? Just, just, it, just immature brats. Oh, I, uh, Lord. Like, I just like I can't even imagine how uncomfortable it is when he shows up at you know little Danny's, uh, you know dinner table and he's got the mom and the sister and the see, son. And I was, like, see, that's the thing. I, I, do they let him off campus the first year? Like, seriously. I don't know. I they, would be shocked if they had other people doing the recruiting for him and he but just kind of game DC. plan. He's the DC. He has to, whoever, whatever defensive players they're trying to recruit, Yep, they have to talk to him. Oh, of course they he's do. He's got to be part to of it. To him, but, I'm not, but I don't know if he's got to walk in every living room or is it 
hey, we're bringing him to you type thing. And then you Saban does sort it. Of, huh? all, the, all the big coaches do it. They, they all take trips where they go to the living room and the dining room table. All of the head coaches do it. There's not a head coach out there that doesn't. Wait, hold on. So you mean to tell me that Nick Saban has had dinner at the house of like the 90 kids on scholarship? It's almost impossible. Um, I don't know. It just feels like a lot. Uh, no, it does, and that's why I think it's a little overwhelming. I would nah. say, um, I'm gonna go with yes. Now, maybe it's not dinner, but it's a house visit. It's a home visit. Even when my son was being recruited, the coach at the time, Mel Tucker, was literally flying on a jet from city to city. Flies in one. Okay, uh, two hours here. I hop on the jet. Go here. Mm. Okay. I just saw read a story about Nick Saban with one of his um, with one of his uh, coordinators, one of his position coaches, driving to uh, to some town in Iowa, and he was mad at the guy who was driving. He was one of his coaches because he couldn't drive in the snow. Like they put the time in. Like I I don't know a head coach that doesn't travel to the home of the guy they're recruiting. Now maybe you got some Every dude. One of them, it just feels. Well, like. you say in ninety because, but that's not all in one year. I mean, you imagine you bring fifteen guys no, in, but, twenty guys in. No, but still, I mean, if you've got fifteen scholarships available, you're probably recruiting fifty kids on. Well, that. I don't think you make home that's visits, thing, and like, uh, you only make the home visit. I guarantee. I would guarantee that every kid that eventually signed a letter of intent had a visit from their head coach. I would uh, I would think so. Well, yeah. yeah. So why would Saban be any different? Like he's the competition was just tougher and harder, and that's why I was laughing about Steve Belichick because he's got to get on that plane also. He's got to get on that plane. He's got to get on the phone. They're going to devote a bunch of time. It's going to be like, oh yeah. So uh, it's awesome out here. It doesn't rain as much as everyone says. It's not really how hard it rains. It's how often. <laughs> well, you then, it? then if you, then if this is terrible, <laughs> then at what point do you look at Jed Fish and say, "You idiot! You ruined your opportunity." I mean, I don't. Know, maybe no, it doesn't I mean, matter. But not, like not all the coaches are like real no, suave and stuff, you know. Because I, I like, I it it is a curious fit. Number one, it's also very Jed Fish like. Number two, of the hey, this guy might bring something different than the. Well, let's, you know, dial up a D coordinator who, you know, is in his fourth Power Five conference or something like that. Like, so I at least give Jed Fish a little bit of credit of being like, okay, maybe I can bring some fresh eyes into this instead of just, you know, hiring the dude who got fired in Illinois two years ago. And or does 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 um Steve Belichick come with the same kind of, you know, Reputation, like like name rec- name recognition. Yeah, well, you're a Belichick, just, but yeah, he'll do what Charlie Weiss did. I coach in all these Super Bowls. You should come play for me because I'll get you in the league. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, no, reaches the hand. <laughs> oh over yeah, yeah, yeah. The, hey, that was a thing. Hi mom, Especially how you doing? Hi mom, you know, you know what? Hi mom. Oh wait, Charlie's, wait this way. Hi mom, how you doing? Yeah. Charlie's was at least I would think in the beginning a lot of like I coach Tom Brady. I made Tom Brady. He is who he is because of me. If you want to be like Tom Brady, yes. well, then you should come play for the, I've no, heard the University was, of Notre Dame. I've heard there was that and a lot of ring dangling around kids of from course. someone who who experienced it. Well, but the, think about that one. So when Charlie left, I would say there probably he probably was doing the right thing because there was a lot of weight behind that. Three Super Bowls out of four. Uh-huh. A lot of Brady, he at least real or not. But uh, Brady was now Brady, right? Getting a lot of attention, and he 
probably went into these living rooms and credited himself with that success. I'm going to do things different. See the and I absolutely a lot of ring dangling. Uh, yeah, you know what? You don't. They don't just give these out. Oh you yeah, earn these. yeah. You know right. what? They have a version in college too. It's a little smaller though. You don't. Uh, you don't put these on a chain and wear it around your neck. You know, one of those deals. Yeah, a little yeah. odd Jerry Rice. Um, it, that's gonna be fun to watch though. I will tell you. That's going to be fun. The what, Steve Belichick has a Steve DC Belichick as a recruiter or is it well, DC both. In college? And like, you know, well they're in the Big 10 now. I mean, they're playing they're playing oh, yeah. Ohio State, it's, Michigan, it's Big Bucks, Wisconsin, yeah. At least Washington got a spot in line. On like Washington State or I know. Oregon where State. are they going now? What uh, happened to them? I think they I have know. I think there's like a short-term agreement Maybe with uh, not Big Sky, Mountain West, Mountain West maybe something Probably. like that. that makes yeah, sense. they they found a way to wedge their way in there, but they're in this just vast land of. Do you think they'll be? Who any, knows where they are? I mean, it feels like the entire coaching staff of the Patriots has been completely just turned over, well, other than a I'm, couple people. Well, I'm glad you mentioned this because uh, the report came out over the weekend that the Patriots are considering Ben McAdoo for an offensive role. Um, uh, are you talking about an offensive role? So it's it could be an offensive analyst. It could be consultant. Or is it we uh, talking quarterback? Because he'd be an offensive quarterback coach uh, or we, position coach. Uh, we're talking a potential like assistant head coach maybe no. type role. That's, really? That's what was mentioned. There's no strategy. I have no strategy. Random. New England Patriots are still formulating offensive staff per Sports Illustrated. McAdoo and talks to join the Patriots staff under Alex Van Pelt, although his role has uh, not been finalized. Familiarity, McAdoo, ba 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 ba. The exact role is still to be determined, but an assistant head coach position appears to be in the car. Okay, so he's tight ends, running backs, something, something to that effect. Maybe de facto quarterback coach, but that's Alex Van Pelt is probably. I want Alex Van Pelt coaching the quarterbacks. Yeah, he's probably going to. If he's going to be the offensive coordinator, and this is one where I I give a little extra credit, even though I'm not always one to do that. But a little extra credit for he played the position for nine years in the NFL. It's a different set of eyes to be able to communicate with someone new. Is this the most like eclectic group of coaches you have seen in a while? No, you know what it feels like. <laughs> it's just like so yeah, random. It, it Where feels, are these guys coming from? It feels like a little bit of what Dayball did two years ago, and we knew Hire how people he wasn't friends with. It's just yeah, it was just the well look. Um, it was evident that there were no like friends of Mayo on the offensive side. Again, you and I have talked about it that you got rid of the big bad wolf and you knocked down some silos, and then after that, everybody stood around and was like, "All right, how are we going to do this now?" And they're lucky Alex Van Pelt walked through that door. I mean, seriously, it was uh, again. I don't think Nick Cayley asked for too much money. I think the Patriots were looking around and going, "Oh my God, this is the best we can do right now." And then a vested veteran OC walked through the door, and they were like, thank Jesus that Alex Van Pelt kind of uh, fell on our lap here. But, yeah, the uh, there there's not a lot of excitement for from me, anyway, for Ben McAdoo. I don't know about you. Well, I tell you what, if he's just a position coach, I mean, fine. I mean, he's not he's not going to be your head coach. He's not a, he's, I doubt he's going to be a 
No, but as the assistant assistant head head coach, the male would have to give that title to him. Well, but as the AHC, as, again, it has been mentioned in CBS and other places, if it is that role for Ben McAdoo, then isn't he kind of the clock consigliere? Isn't he your down and distance kind of consigliere type guy? Listen, as long as they have somebody like that, like, I'm fine with it. Somebody's going to be that guy. Somebody is going to is going to have to be the guy that says, you know, hey, they should probably punt it. Yeah, and it does make you wonder if there is a need for an assistant head coach because, you know, what if Thunder calls? What are you saying? Hey, I'm in a team meeting right now. Can I get back to uh, Thunder? You got to go calls, right away. Go right away to Thunder. Is Troy Brown going to be on the staff? I don't think so. It doesn't look like it unless. I mean, on unless Alex Van Pelt would be comfortable with it, they're at least of a similar era. Maybe that say, helps. I don't know. Out of the coaches, he would seem like the one guy that, like, listen, can we keep one legendary guy on the on the staff? Can we keep one guy? Because he didn't he share? He wasn't the official, you know, wide receiver. It was like two of them. Uh, it was him and Ross Douglas. Yeah. I think Ross Douglas might have been the assistant oh, who then okay. went to Syracuse or whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna. This is just me. I'm gonna assume. Alex Van Pelt's probably going to push hard to get his people in there. I know there were some running back rumblings, like Stump Mitchell was one of these guys who had coached with him. I know Stump well. Yeah, so maybe that's someone to consider. Although, in Washington, now the Kingsbury got the OC job. He's going to be snapping people up pretty quick, you would think. <sighs> and then Cliff there's Kingsbury. and mm. then with Jeff Halfley leaving Boston College, you're going to be the defensive coordinator at uh, Green, Bay. Green Bay. The Green Bay defensive line coach apparently interviewed here in New England for that job because Demarcus Covington is kicking up the DC. So you have him in that role. You need a D line coach, and apparently. After Friday, with Halfley going out there, some of the, I mean, it's just. And, and no, a, I thought you were going to say, uh, Halfley even there, and, and then, then Bill O'Brien. And now and yep. Bill O'Brien is like a real contender Apparently, for the BC job. Like, it's a, it's a legit conversation that is happening. Bill O'Brien wants the job. BC wants them. There's still some things to get through. There's still other candidates. Paul Christ. Paul Christ, former head coach at Wisconsin. And Pitt. And Pitt, that's right. Holy cow. If Bill O'Brien comes back. And he is the that's first of all, you're just burning all your bridges in a yeah, way. But maybe is, he doesn't give a crap. Yeah, he might be at the well again, doesn't Bill O'Brien know the Boston College can be the best job in that just have a winning record every year. Win seven or eight, they'll love you there. Or they in theory they should he really love fits you there. He, as far as like personality, he fits. He fits. Yep. He's not full-on Tom Coughlin, but he's, you know, hardcore, you know, wear your emotions on your sleeve. I keep seeing that one clip of him yelling at Mac Jones and just going, wow, I can only imagine him doing that to some, like, 18-year-old kid after he throws a pick. <laughs> the mom's going to come down from the stands. Oh, that's that's right. the difference. Mama's coming down. Why'd you yell at him? How dare you? Because I told yelling. him to, not to throw it in the flat. That's right. Don't throw the flat. And he threw it. Oh, uh, boy. We've got uh, uh, we've got some uh, Theo Epstein to get to as well, and uh, also this thought about Matt Grow. If he does get the GM stripes, could he go left tackle uh, in the draft? We'll get to all that. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more Crash and Fourier on WEEI. Not a lot of Rihanna last night. That's a little surprising. No? On the, uh, on the old Grammy Awards. Very and the, interesting group. Yeah. And the worst boyfriend on the planet didn't Terrible. show up. I don't know allegedly. how I don't know how he excused oh. his way out of that. I'm telling you, he must have been at the after party. Like P. Diddy's like Super Bowl bash Grammy party held at, you know, Spago's. Well, you gotta remember, <laughs> like, she wakes up this morning, gets on a jet, and then goes to Japan That's for right. like three days or right. four days, whatever. That's a crazy schedule. I mean, yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, that is the life of a superstar. No, but what do you figure that? Uh, what do you figure the rake is for her on a uh, on a dome like that where you're doing sixty five, seventy thousand people? What do you think she? Yeah, what's her rake? Yeah, why? Because mm. I don't know if if Taylor Swift still farms this stuff out. Like, if I'm her, I'm like, oh. You have your own crew? Yeah. Yeah. I can you rent own everything. Foxborough. You're not, yeah. I can, yeah, exactly. Like, keep all the money for yourself. Don't go with these, you know, ham and eggers. Again, you're, like, when you're at the, if you're a mid-level pop star, then you need, like, those touring companies to kind of set that stuff up, pair you up with someone. When you're like Taylor Swift and you're like, okay, I can cause a traffic jam by just going and standing in the middle of a park and sending out a tweet in five minutes. Your your city will be in gridlock. So maybe I can control some things here. You know, like there, I I would. Uh, it is. I mean, she's not going I to Japan showed, just for an easy payday. No, no. I and it's gotta uh, be in I the, thought that there was like this whole like that the last the tour that she just had. Oh yeah, I mean, what the, was uh, it was like the gave, highest grossing tour or whatever, and was given like the people who drove the truck, yeah, like a hundred grand, each got a hundred grand. What, yeah. what a what a life that'd be kind of fun. You would not be that generous if you had that kind of money. Of course, I would. Stop. I am that generous. I just don't have that much money. So that's the numbers. You are would lower. be you would be walking out giving uh, to six figure bumps to uh, the yeah. truck drivers and if, stuff. Listen, it's all relative. Like the equivalent to that would be giving. You know, a, a, like a hundred bucks. I mean, that that would be the equivalent. Of course, happy employees, happy happy owner. That's what they. You do nice things for people, you get rewarded. So you think those truck drivers will sit around for five years and not do anything until Taylor goes back out on tour again to wouldn't be loyal be, to her? Wouldn't that be the? Isn't that <laughs> isn't that what you want to be? I feel like being like a truck driver or like a backup singer is like being a long snapper in the NFL. You Ooh. find a really good team. Like or or like a backup quarterback, you find a really good singer, and they love you, and you're like a say you're a bass player, but you're never really front and center because you know what they 
they don't do that. It's not a band. They just need you in the back. A good roadie is uh, hard to find. Is that what you're saying? I think mean, your life, you're never you're never bored. You're always moving. You're building something, tearing it down. Building something, tearing it down. Life on the road would be fun. Uh, How much fun would life on the road be? We'll get a little CB. Hey, Rubber Ducky, this is, uh, this is Greshy. It depends on uh, where you are while the event is going on. Well, while the event's going on, if you're a truck driver, you're just kicking it. You're sitting in your truck and you're hoping for, you know, a little... You know exactly. That's something. right. That's the I don't want you know. I don't want to go down the dirty they, underbelly they have truck of how, stops for a reason. I don't want to go through the dirty underbelly of how groupies have gotten backstage for you know uh, decades <laughs> upon decades. I wonder if that happens at a Taylor Swift concert. I doubt it. I uh, who do you what do you <laughs> think like groupies still exist? Like at what type of rappers? Oh, um, uh, uh, rappers, anyone, uh, anyone affiliated with like, uh, what's that, uh, not third dimension. What's that freaking Liam Horrell and all these one British boys. Thank I you. Think, one direction. Yeah. Like one, around. like one direction, yeah. like those guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, when Nile, yeah, yeah. K-pop bands probably do when Nile Horan is, you know, performing wherever, I have a funny feeling he's dodging some panties thrown up on stage or something like that. That that's that's when like uh, rock was rock. <laughs> oh, I mean that was <laughs> that's when, when, like you know. I always feel sorry for the dude that gets stuck holding the girl like on his shoulders, and it's like you mean like in the front to, row. I was or? just trying to I was just trying to hook up, and I didn't know if I have to hold her on my. She's showing the other guy her everything, and I'm not me. I have a funny feeling that some of the rock bands probably do pretty well. Like if 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 you're working for Metallica, maybe some of those guys maybe are back a little, in the day, not anymore. They're all married and they got kids going on the road with them. It's a yeah, totally different yeah, lifestyle. But to the to the person who is dangling the backstage access, none of That's that. really the guy with all the power. Yeah, exactly. I'll be the guy that hands out all the passes. Exactly. Isn't that the isn't that uh, how that has worked for a I while? I think so. But uh, the the concert scene is wild. I don't know. I've been to I'm a 49-year-old man, and I've been to three in my life, and because That's I was too many. dragged to two of them. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't go to, like, a Britney Spears in Vegas. Honest to God, that I would have been more interested in going to than sitting outside at Gillette for Kid Rock and whatever else kind of whatever was with them. No idea. <laughs> As where my wife was like, "Oh yeah, I know someone's you're just backstage or whatever." Oh really? And their friend, oh, okay. and when their and when their friend flaked out, <laughs> and of course I made a comment, then I became the bad guy the rest you of the night. You ruined the night, didn't you? Oh, I ruined. You the ruined whole the whole thing. night. Wait, remind me of my friend. Is <laughs> it really your friend? Yeah. I got yelled at on that one. Anyway, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Want to get back to uh, Theo Epstein because. Uh, over the weekend, there was the uh, Mass Live article on Theo's here for baseball and stuff. And then mm. there's the Sportico article that was also released saying that uh, Theo Epstein will have a big role within the Fenway Sports Group and sort of using uh, different parts of his business acumen, which if you look at what Theo has done since going to the Cubs and then since, you can see that to me... Anyway, he is building a resume that is just more than being a baseball guy. I think Theo Epstein's here to figure out the Fenway Sports Group, to pick up the phone whenever someone calls, and, oh, by the way, be the guy going out there to try to find some billionaire 
to either come into Fenway Sports Group or maybe turn around and buy the Red Sox or something like that. So is Theo here for business or is Theo here for baseball? 617-779-7937. See, um, even thinking about it, right, so the, the theme of this offseason, if I wish I had another word, but it just encapsulates everything. Okay, and that it's is? It's been gaslighting. Keep going back to it. Because I don't think a fan base has, has ever been more gaslit more than what the Red Sox are doing uh yep and guess and guess who is hold on and oh. guess who in this studio is realizing as they're no, saying no, it, I, their no, pants are burning no, on fire right no, now i'm just i you just are you no, are you gaslit. go ahead you go, are go ahead you're, go. you're gaslit with fire britches no, aren't you no no you, you I, got gasoline I am holding firm i am just creating another yeah question and i sure. am throwing it to the group full throttle that is what i do and you're that is what i do if the if you believe that the, that the theme of the off season, like when before the, uh, before the season ended, everyone was like, "Listen, we're just gonna have to lie to everybody. We have to lie to them, and we're gonna have to make them believe that this is good for them. So we're gonna have to gaslight." Them. I don't know if you guys have heard this term, but I've heard Fourier use it a lot. I'm gonna go with it. That everything that they say is a lie, because anyone who was lying likes to call other people lying. Liars, right? The whole Sam Kennedy, you're a liar if you think we're not this. Mm-hmm. Hey, full throttle, which again, I know, you know, Werner tries to walk it back. He just can't. It's just, it's there. And I felt like he meant it the way he said it. Hey, we're going to spend money. We're not going to spend money. We're going to go get two pitchers. They haven't gotten any. We're going to get a right handed bat. They haven't done anything. We're going to be involved in this. Nothing. We're going to sign guys. We're not, we're going to spend. We're not going to, now we're not going to spend. Not only are we not going to spend, we're not even going to, we're going to spend less than we did last year. All right. So as I'm working through this, and if I go on the, your theory of it, which is Theo's here for baseball, then what you've now actually laid out and created is a bigger fundamental problem within the Red Sox. If I am to come over to your side of the street. So one owner said full throttle, right? And that would be Tom Warner. Tom Warner, yep. Uh, It became pretty evident that the guy that really controls the money is not full throttle and John Henry, correct? Yeah. Okay. So Wait, are they collaborative? So so you have have two guys Mm -hmm. who own the same thing who are thinking two different things. That's number one. Then we bring in uh, Craig Breslow. After a whole bunch of people were like, nah, I don't want this thing. And now Craig Breslow is so feckless that this guy can't even go to the one owner who is thinking full throttle, and he can't even pair up with that owner to get the other one to blink, that we now have to cook up some grand plan and actually give equity to get Theo Epstein in there to do what? The owners are going in separate directions anyway, and the guy who's got the job can't get anybody to, you know, go change the bathroom to urinate in in the morning. Oh, but Theo's going to come in and fix it all. So what you're admitting by Theo coming in and being a baseball guy is that things are more effed up over there than we even thought if both owners are going in different directions. There is, do you think that, Let's just play. Oh. Your, let's play on your side of the street. Okay. Boring. The, the, nobody likes it. There's no fun. 
Everybody wants to leave Theo, as soon as they walk on that side the, of the street. Theo That's Epstein, your side of the street. Theo Epstein okay. is out there looking for billions of dollars okay. to come okay. buy this thing. Do you think? Do you think that? Let's just say that is the grand scheme. And listen, hey, hey, Theo, we need you. I don't really want to do baseball stuff. I'm kind of, I'm like more of a VC guy now. Like I'm a big dollar guy now. You see what I've been doing? No, no, no. Well, that's kind of why we want to talk to you because we have this plan. We want to sell the team. You got to sign an NDA. You can't tell anyone about it. And you're going to lie about what your responsibilities are. Just say you're a baseball guy. Just say, yeah, just, just say, just say that, you know what, uh, you know, the narrative is changing. We need to bring in like a, a familiar face, you know, a, a guy that means winning, right? Like you started this, right? So we want you in the room. We want you in the building. You know, I want you to be by Craig Breslow's side. I want you to open up your world to him. <laughs> hey, so, but if that is the case, yeah. If that is the case, then uh, which we'll never know, right? Because if 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 if, if he's in the big if, most if the big sales, picture, most sales are done under a shroud of secrecy. Yes. My thing is that what, regardless of what their big plan is, if this is like a, a a hopeful part of it, a part of like an asset, like Theo Epstein is now an asset of the Red Sox for a future owner of the team, then fine. You know what? It's, you're double dipping in a sense, but I think. Most importantly, and I think eighty percent of his time is going to be dealt is been is going to be dealing with baseball things. Now you you throw whatever you want on under the baseball things umbrella. He's a baseball guy, and he's going to be doing baseball things. That's where his real value is. That's where his strengths are. Now he may have different plans, but in the short term, they got to fix this fix this problem, and th- that's probably more than Craig Breslow kind of realize that he had and sam kennedy uh perception issues yeah they're making money right if, now but, but who if, knows that's gonna last but but then under your scenario they've done this backwards then then the guy who should have moved to the fenway sports group should have been then sam kennedy if you need theo epstein so involved in baseball then why don't you just make him the president of the team and give him the same equity but get Sam Kennedy. If Theo is to come in and do the majority of baseball work, who's saying he's doing what? the majority of baseball you, work? You no, ju- no, I know. You just, no. you just, he is said a, that. he is a. You let me bounce him. this off you. I said the majority of what he's doing will be baseball things. Now that could that could be a hundred different things. That could be a hundred different like opportunities, discussions, meetings that he has. I don't know, but he's going to be involved, in my opinion, in baseball. And I would think a direct relationship with Craig Breslow. Not he's not going to be running the show because he's not going to do that. But it's baseball related, or don't believe what they say. Don't uh, believe it. Yeah, no, I I very much. So you to, don't believe it? No, I very much tend to lean towards if someone calls Theo with a baseball question, he's there to answer it. But no, I don't think. And and if it is baseball related, uh, it's not going to be. Go get this picture. Go get the they what you're selling is what people have fallen for. Mm. The Theo is now the guy who goes to Henry and says, Go sign JD Martinez. And that's not um, the case. I don't know. It will will that will, that's will, something, not the will case. something like that possibly come up? Sure, it will. Yeah, and absolutely. And, and will Breslo, that be nine will that be and Breslow calls his buddy and says, Hey, what do you think of this? It's nothing more than consulting. What is this title? Um, do you know what his like official title is? Or they have not even released that yet. 
Because this may be one of the biggest. I've heard every single baseball seam head he is in re- this city talk about Theo Epstein, and they're all saying the same thing. Minority owner and part-time senior advisor to its parent company, the Fenway Sports Group. Hold on. I got a thing Wow, that's here. a lot. Uh, well, yeah, because when you're in very broad, you get a broad title, you get a broad to, role. Yeah, when you're when you're there to do something that's supposed to fly under the radar, <clears throat> you uh, you end you up having it, that. you don't make it specific, right? Uh, yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. Let's see here. Uh, quote from quote from John Henry. Okay. Oh, so again, go ahead. Let me let I, me hear it. Am I supposed to buy the the junk when I hear this? There's no question Theo left an indelible mark on our history that represented a transformative era, Fenway Sports Group principal owner John Henry said. With his strategic mind, leadership, and unwavering passion for sports, Theo will or Theo brings invaluable assets that will drive us forward across our diverse enterprises, especially in our sporting operations across hockey. EPL football and baseball. So that is business. Mm, again, I don't believe that. I and don't again, I don't believe I don't even believe that. Again, that's that's a whole hey, listen, let me uh I don't wanna I don't wanna walk, I don't wanna step on anybody's toes, I don't wanna take any power, I don't wanna make anybody feel uncomfortable. I gotta bring this guy in. I already hired this other guy, and I already have some Kennedy. So let me just let everybody know that. I'm not gonna be. Uh, I'm not gonna be like you know. Look, look like I made a mistake by hiring Breslow. What I'm gonna do is bring this guy in, say that he's in charge of everything, and he's got his hands in every little aspect of Fenway Sports Group. But he's really here for baseball. That's where the lie is. That's where the lie is. You just read it. No, this to me is the truth because it's coming. This is insane. No, you know why? This is literally. Like, no, you know why? It, like, we are, you can you can go off of reports of people saying this is what Theo will do. This guy who was just quoted is the guy who has the closed checkbook over at Fenway Park. He's the guy who tells Sam Kennedy what to do. With all due respect to Tom Werner, John Henry tells Tom Werner, shut up. Don't say stuff like uh, uh, <laughs> full uh, throttle. Full throttle. Well, you said body fat with power. Oh, like forget so, it. It, at the end of the day, I because I think that's how Theo Epstein now views John. John Henry, in my opinion, no longer views Theo Epstein as someone who is only qualified to run a baseball team. It's evident that the guy with the multi-billions of dollars that gets nervous in front of a microphone doesn't look at Theo Epstein as the junior executive who's picking players out of Pawtucket anymore. He's a fully mature businessman who has access to lots of billionaires' ears. Not many of us probably have a 17% body fat. Well, I'm telling you, then (laughs) that's the line of the year. 17% 17% War- body fat? Warner, Warner was probably like, I'm due. Well, I, <laughs> it's like my turn. I'm the same way like too. Five years later. No, but that's the thing. Like, if, if we're to well, go I'm, on that road, I'll, two I'll say this. two different directions, brother. I'm hearing, I would never go as hard into a uh, an opinion unless I had some information to back it up. I am doing the time-honored tradition of following the money. 
It's a good. It's, and it's ha- not and, a bad protocol and, either. And it's how has following the money ever really been wrong? Well, for some people, if you follow the money, you may end up in jail. Oh, <laughs> right. Feel- you may end up in jail. What do rappers, porn stars, and cops? All have in common on this Monday episode of Big Deal, No Big Deal. <laughs> Find out next. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Looking for amps like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like red up red. You go okay. Oh, wait a minute. The instrumental of this plays every show, doesn't it? Of this? We've used the instrumental before. Really? So if you're just tuning in, this is big deal, no big deal. But this is uh, rapper Killer Mike. Yeah, Killer Mike. Do you know who Killer Mike is? Uh, I was general. I, I couldn't pick out any of his songs. I can tell you that. I knew he had a show on PBS at one point, but that's about it. I know he got... Uh, <laughs> Disgraced nationally last night. Well, Killer Mike, if you did not know, uh, is uh, one half of the legendary rap duo Run the Jewels. Have you ever? Anybody heard this song? I mean, have you heard, Run the Jewels. It, it must. I have never heard of Killer Mike before in my life, ever. Wow. Until last night. Oh, when uh, it was a. Uh... An ignominious display for uh, Killer okay, Mike. So last night. I'm watching the Grammys, and of course uh, I'm just looking to see if uh, you know Travis Kelsey is there. And of course, they end up watching the whole thing. Yeah, me and, too. And this guy, Killer Mike, gets up. He's having a great night. I mean, he ended up with three Grammys, and this was uh, his uh, acceptance speech for one of them. Sweet, Atlanta anthem, sweet. You God ain't good. You can't tell. You can't tell me, you can't tell me, you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that you get too old, you can't tell me it's too late, you can't tell me dreams come true, it is a sweep, it is a sweep, it is a sweep, I'm the- Jeez. Wow, that was, think about that. Okay, so this guy is 48 years old. He got into the rap game real late in life, was a drug dealer, like really regretted a lot of the stupid things that he did when he was younger. But look yep. at this. He's finally he's finally made it. You said you saw him on PBS? He had a PBS show. Really? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Interview, All right. Well, it was I an mean, interview show on uh, PBS. Yep. Well, uh, you know, later on uh, uh, during the ceremony, as he, soon as he received his third Grammy, he was arrested. He was arrested. It was because they, they put him in cuffs and they dragged him out of the Crypto.com arena. Big deal, no big deal. Well, it was because they figured out that uh, he made his uh, he was made his debut on Outkast's uh, Stankonia album. And they were like, all right, we've caught up to you now. <laughs> what? Um, no, was that I'm part kidding. of it also? No. I've never heard it. this guy, but can you listen? So he gets. No, he. So he, they literally he's put got him a lot in of cuffs to Outkast. Oh, no. They, they put him in cuffs and no, dragged no, him out of there. Not just one pair of cuffs, two pair of cuffs. They oh, double, he was a, he's a they, big. That's right. They Double cuffed him. I they was wondering why that was like that seemed really weird. Yeah, they put two yep. cuffs on him because he was too big. That's right. Couldn't, right? couldn't get put the, his hands. Couldn't get the is that a problem for you. Right. That's got to be a big deal, right? Uh, I mean, out of all the times to arrest the, the dude, how in the world getting arrested at the Grammys is it not a big deal? I mean, of course, yeah, it's a very big deal. And the guy won three of them. 
What's funny, what would have been really good is if he would have been cuffed and they would have put him in the front and he's still holding his Grammy. That would have been walking yeah, out. He can hide it. The thing is that, so the word is, is that, and somebody recorded this, they, that he got into an altercation on the floor of the event. Somebody recorded it, called the police, showed them the video. That's right. Then they apprehended him. They call it the department, being the police department. The, the department, department came and got him um, and, then, uh, and then brought him out. And arrested him. And you know who I blame for this? Oh, yeah, I'll boy. tell you who I blame for this. There, there if you go to Twitch right there now, it you can is. see it. It's and there's the bigger, walk. yeah, they got the bigger cuffs on him, too. You know who I blame for this? Who's that? Will Smith. Why? Will Smith basically assaulted Chris Rock, and nobody arrested him. Nobody did anything to him. He just did whatever the hell he wanted, and everybody after the Oscars was over, all the thing was like, why didn't anybody arrest him? Why didn't they press charges? Why didn't the police do anything? So now you're at another event. Here comes this big rapper, loud, boisterous. He's in a good mood. He's got his crew with him. And obviously, maybe he bumped into somebody. Maybe he felt made somebody feel uncomfortable. Didn't matter. The cops came in and arrested him. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I, I, I really believe if that wasn't for Will Smith, he doesn't get arrested. Who's going to arrest this guy during the show? Hey, now, how is this? How is the video of this alleged assault not gotten out yet? You're at I the don't Grammys. Know. Everybody's got a cell phone. He apparently smacked somebody, and we don't have that video yet. Uh, Killer Mike, oh boy, Rolling Stone. Killer Mike was detained after an alleged physical altercation at the Grammys, a police source confirms. Somebody complains. Obviously, we have to do something about it. The source says, adding that any possible arrest depends on the result of the yeah. investigation. So they did all that to detain him? Yeah, so they detained him. Oh. Then they let then they let him go. So they didn't physically arrest him. They walked him out, though, which I thought was nuts. Now, you didn't really... Well, you kind of knew who Killer Mike was. I had no idea who Killer Mike well, was. Well, he only had best rap album performance and song, so maybe we need to get uh, hip to the rap game. I mean, that's sweeping three massive categories. Now, and we're sitting here like a bunch of honkies. Oh, uh, listen. Who, Killer I mean, Mike, is that like the bread? I see that <laughs> yeah, Killer yeah, Mike That's right. That's a good one. Um, now, I didn't know who Killer Mike was, but... Coop I'm curious if confirmed you, very good. Uh, I'm curious if you know. Uh, oh hipper. yeah, he's the Coop is of, hipper than you right now. It's there's so many you know grains and nuts in that bread. He would love it, and it's made by some guy on a stand in New Hampshire. Anyways, you know who Elisa Ann is? Very aware. I think most people who listen to the show interviewed probably her, interviewed her. Did once. you really? Yeah, when I said uh, what serious. was that like? Did you go straight to point questions? No, actually, I didn't. Oh, you took it like as a serious, like, what no. do you do with your life? No, you know, like, was the first question I was that I asked her, I said, how do people hit on you? Said they're so intimidated. How do they do it? And it just went from there. Really? Yeah, she's how a normal the, person. How about she just, the, you know. She's not a normal person. sex on video. She, remember when she was dating that, that, re, that tight end from Ohio State? Or was it, a, was it Notre oh, Dame? no, no, no. He was, was, it she was, was dating. It was Notre Dame. Like a, it was like a tight end, a wide receiver, some young kid. And she was like parading him to all these like basketball games, like flying him in and making the sex with him. And I'm sure like he was like the best thing in the world. Uh, was it Justin Brent looks like a uh, name that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Notre Dame freshman wide receiver. Jez yeah, 2014. Freshman. Justin Brent. He was 18 years old. He was. I uh, went to a Knicks <laughs> preseason yeah. game with uh, Lisa Ann and. 
God bless them. Yeah, so she, its this is amazing. I told you it's all about rappers, porn stars, and cops. She was also arrested uh, the other night, dragged out of comedian uh, Matt Reif's stand-up comedy show at Radio City Music Hall in New York City after reportedly using her phone during the event. We actually have audio of her being detained and removed from the arena also. I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt right because he's a friend of mine. And I go to jail. So they try. First of all, she looked really good. I don't know where. I, go to jail. I know. I don't know where be, the accent came from. I don't know when did she turn British, but it's yeah. gonna be the best uh, mugshot ever. There oh yeah, I would smile like crazy. She looks great for like being almost fifty and for going over, you know, brother. I think to be in that business and still look good. Yeah, but she was. So I guess she was. Somebody uh, accused her of videotaping the comedy act. Hey, on May 9th, she'll be fifty-two. That should be my age. Exactly. That's why I bring it up. Jeez. Well, she looks better than I do. Um, but, but that's yeah, that's kind of that's taboo, no right? Deal. Yeah. Well, she, what being dragged out? No, no, no. But the uh, the whole like looking at the phone thing and then getting walked out or whatever. Normally, if you're in a a a, a show where they don't want you to look at your phone, they normally box it up, lock it up, and then you have to go into the lobby for them to unhook it if you need to take a call or make a text or something like that. Like when we were at UFC a couple years ago and Joe Rogan ended up doing a set over at MGM Grand and he had like Tony Hinchcliffe and Hans Kim and all these guys that are a part of his group. And the first thing you do is when you go in, you get the cage and big old bango and there you go and you can't unlock it unless you go into the See, lobby and someone does it for you. Billy, didn't you, um, you went to Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah, right? So he smacked Will Smith on a Sunday. I yeah. saw him, I believe it was either the following Friday or Saturday night. And what did they do with your phone? They put it inside of a, like the thing Gresh was talking like about, just a little case, sack yeah. and it locks it almost like one of those things where they take a tag off a shirt when you buy it. Yeah. yeah. Like one of those, so I had to walk out in the lobby and they had a little gun type thing that unlocked So it. the fact that she actually even had her phone, Lisa Ann that is. Where was she hiding it? Right, or where was she hiding it? There is that too. Maybe frisking Lisa Ann? I well, mean, you would think there's metal detectors, oh, but... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Can I just... I mean, if you put that phone in between there, you can also probably, as a well-busted lady, make an argument to the, to the people, like... Hey, there's some, you know, there's some metal right, in this the bra. Silicone, the silicone or saline yeah. cell phone in between. Or, or and and there's also the, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have a sturdy bra, and you can do the, yeah, look, I got wire right here. All right, well, you're great, see you later. There and, you go, and, let him in. And you don't think that she sounds like she's forcing a foreign, uh, like an accent? I did nothing wrong. Do you not like I've, uh, yeah, the I've word seen, wrong, I've seen some of her work. The word, I've never heard that that tone. The word wrong came out English, but I right? don't think the rest was in accordance with <laughs> Spitzball Cheerio, how dare you wankers drag me out of here? I feel like I'm gonna have to That's do That's not some. an Eastern Pennsylvania accent. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the Larry Holmes. Hi. Do you think we should like at least maybe like do our research and see if she has some you what know, do you need to know i feel like we need to i'm gonna have to do some i'm gonna type in lisa ann on this computer and then after Fake three accent. minutes three minutes i'll let you know what her accent is <laughs> yeah okay i will take a break tee it up again got an hour left in the show that was cool stuff to get to i will let you know and then i'll leave it up here for mego I uh, no. appreciate that. I was just wondering how quickly your laptop was gonna seize up as soon as you started to do this research <laughs> i have my ways 
I'm sure. Out of my ways. Dark mode. Yeah, that's incognito big. Incognito window. Incognito. Wi-Fi off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In this building, that means uh, you have no connection to anything. Are you kidding me? Is that big deal, no big that's deal? That's it, buddy. That's big deal, no big deal. All right. What a, uh, I'll tell you, that was something today. Rappers. <laughs> Cops, rappers, cops, and porn stars only with Gretchen Ford. The funny thing is, I don't know who said that they, that they pull Lisa Ann out in the uh, pink fluffy handcuffs. Oh, <laughs> I think that was a good question. <laughs> That's a good call, though. Yeah, you know, we got the we got the ones for you, special edition just for porn stars. Uh is Tiger Woods chasing Jack Nicholas the equivalent of Patrick Mahomes chasing Tom Brady? There's a story that sort of unpacked this a little bit. We'll get to it next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.